Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Conscious Commentary. I'm your host, Alexis Brooks. Today, I want to spend a little bit of time uh, talking about something that nearly four years later after this experience continues to amaze me. In fact, I never cease to be amazed when it comes to the topic I'm going to share with you today. And that has to do with losing a beloved, beloved animal companion and having them return to you. Hmm. Yeah, I'm talking about animal reincarnation. And I have to tell you, this is a subject I never thought in a million years that I would be covering or researching. Now, as you all know, I am a researcher of the unusual, the esoteric, the metaphysical, whatever label you'd like to put on it. And reincarnation is certainly something I am uh, somewhat acquainted with in, in terms of uh, its history, its belief systems, etc. But it wasn't until the end of 2012, November of 2012, I'm sorry, October of 2012, that I discovered that perhaps, and I'm going to stress perhaps, that my beloved animal companion, whom my husband and I affectionately called Paws, may have come back to us. I want to spend some time talking about a few synchronistic experiences. I'm calling them signs and synchronicities that led us to and still lead us to the idea that our I started to say brand new kitty. We've had him for nearly four years, who we call Clover Paws, the spitting image of Paws, that just (laughs) begins to tell the story of synchronicities, uh, may in fact be of the spirit of the essence of our original Paws. Now, for those of you who are familiar with my work, uh, you know, I've covered this subject before, but there was... um, couple of things, a couple of little uh, spins I'd like to put on this story. I have told it quite a bit, both in uh, in my own writing and uh, on shows that I've guested on. And again, it never ceases to amaze me. I think what prompted me to want to talk about this uh, today in our Conscious com- Commentary episode was uh, another, yet another little and yet profound thing that my Clover Paws does that my previous cat pause would always do and that sleep above my head in in the bedroom above my head on the pillow that because I have a bunch of pillows and he likes to snuggle behind my head on the top pillow. This is something that um, pause my first cat pause I had not trained to do but I got him in the habit of just kind of propping him up on the pillow. And, uh, you know, after a while, that became kind of a pattern for him. Well, this kitty, Clover Paws, quite a few years later, had never done that. And yet, here he goes, starts displaying yet another characteristic of of the previous Paws. Well, look, there are way, way too many similarities, personality traits, etc., to get into uh, in this one episode, uh, really leading us to feel very intently that this little kitty has returned yet again. But today I want to talk about because I since I've written about this rather extensively, and have been uh, so grateful to get so many comments from individuals, many of them, some of them have stories, their own animal reincarnation stories to share. 
uh, scenarios in which they believe their animal companions did indeed come back to them, maybe even more than once. But I get so many emails and messages uh, through my social media, as well as comments from the articles that I've written, of people who clearly seem so desperate. They've just lost a cat or a dog, um, other animals as well, I'm sure, and will do anything that they can to see to it that they come back. Now, of course, this is something that I, nor anyone else, could promise uh, would be in the cards. However, I think we do need to keep an open mind that the possibility exists. We obviously need to be uh, cognizant of our own animal friend's uh, path if, if it's meant for them to come back and if it's meant for them to come back to you. But if you are looking to have a reunion, a reunion with your, we'll say temporarily lost animal companion, there are some things that you might kind of look out for. And I want to give you three examples that happened to my husband and I that I'm calling a premonition, first a premonition, then a promise, and then did we have proof? Do we now have proof? Let's get into that a little bit. The first uh, that I'm calling a premonition has to do with um, an interview that I had conducted with a very well-known past life regressionist, and his name is Dr. Bruce Goldberg. I have mentioned him many times. He's been on my show several times. And But this was the first time I actually had occasion to meet uh, Dr. Goldberg when I had been out in Los Angeles uh, to attend the Conscious Life Expo. I think it was either my first or second time covering the event at this point. I'd gone to his home to interview him and uh, hadn't particularly planned on discussing the phenomenon of animal reincarnation. But I, I found myself telling him a story about something that had happened to our cat at the time. Pause. Now, this is in February of 2012. Keep in mind. And uh, one thing led to another. I'm not going to get into the story that I told him, but what came out of our conversation, and I don't know whether this was in the interview or talking off air, but he, no, actually, I think it was on air. And I'm going to see if I can dig up that interview. He tells the story of uh, a grief-stricken woman who had just lost her dog, Bonzo. And his name is Bonzo. And uh, he tells the story of how he worked with her in a hypnotic state to reunite her with her lost animal companion in sort of what he calls an in-the-body experience, not an OBE, but an IBE, in-the-body experience. I don't know exactly what it entails, but he says that he was indeed able to bring her to a space, uh, a non-physical space, obviously, in which he, she, I'm sorry, would meet up with the soul of Bonzo. And according to him, indeed, that took place. This woman was grief stricken. She was completely uh, inconsolable, is what Dr. Goldberg told me. And so she was desperate to have some sort of relief. Well, he goes on to tell how not only was she able to reunite with Bonzo uh, in this state 
this in-the-body state, but subsequently she believes that the soul of this animal came back in the form of another dog. That story uh, I have documented uh, again in, uh, on several occasions, uh, but I, I want to share the story now. I want to clarify something. At the time, he told me the story. My kitty Paws had not passed, but little did I know that merely, oh, two, three days later, still in California, that Paws would die. The Paws would die. had no idea. We had him boarding back home in the Boston area and, uh, you know, knew he had been failing in health, but uh, he seemed relatively fine when we left him. Had no idea that this is what we would be coming back to facing uh, the grief of the loss of pause. But synchronistically, I'm calling this a premonition because as, as Dr. Goldberg was relaying the story to me, I had absolutely no idea that some nine or 10 months later, I too may be going through my own animal companion reunion. So I'm going to call that the premonition. There were so many things, everyone, that my husband and I both went through in the lead up prior to Paz's passing, shortly thereafter Paz's passing, and then, of course, when Clover Paz came into our lives, up until this day, this entire fantastical experience is based on a string of synchronicities that happen and continue to happen until this day. Here's another one. I, I'm bringing my husband up again, as you know, you've heard me talk about him a lot because he shares a lot of these experiences with me. And I'm fortunate that he is very open. In fact, extraordinarily convinced that uh, this animal that we have in our lives right now is in fact, uh, the return of pause. Here's one that he had. Shortly after Paws passed, we were both grief stricken. And anybody out there listening who has had pets, I don't like to call them that, we'll call them animal companions, friends in their lives, know that they're part of the family. We adore them and they us unconditionally. So when you lose an animal companion, it is excruciating, right? It sure was for me. And it was for my husband as well. He later told me, and this is not, uh, I did not hear this from him until I think after we got Clover Paws. It may have been before, actually. But nonetheless, he proceeded to tell me, admitted to me, because, you know, he's a manly man and he doesn't like to talk too much about his emotional <laughs> uh, forays. However, he was telling me that one day he, I don't know whether he was sitting outside because it was still quite cold when Paws passed. I don't remember. But he had been sitting in contemplation, sitting in grief, thinking about the fact that Paws was gone. And he told me, I don't know whether he said he heard a voice or just got a signal that he felt to be Paws that said to him, you will see me again. You will see me again. Now, immediately upon reflection, he said, you know, my first inclination was, well, you know, once I pass over, uh, I suppose we'll be reunited. That's That was really the extent of it. He never, it never entered his mind that this kitty could possibly return in another body. But he did tell me that. So I'm going to call that the promise. One day, 
we will see each other again. I thought that was powerful. And, you know, as you look at these things, the the premonition with Dr. Goldberg, what I'm calling the promise and the message that was given to my husband, you start to link all of these things and not to mention all the other little things that continue to emerge. I cannot say it enough to this day. Here's another one that I'm going to put in the category of proof, but I put a big question mark. I want to talk about that in a minute when we think of what proof is. This has to do with uh, after we had gotten clover paws, shortly thereafter, I had written about it because again, so just completely intrigued by all of the string of synchronicities that had happened and was convinced and still am that there is something uh, significant to this entire encounter that my husband and I have had. And so I started to look into it more, had published several articles and uh, was subsequently asked to speak at a conference on the evidence for animal reincarnation or the case for animal reincarnation, I believe uh, the talk was initially called. So shortly before the actual presentation, I was putting the final touches on it. And uh, it was a visual presentation. So I, of course, wanted to include images of both paws and clover paws, because the similarities uh, are unmistakable. In fact, they look identical. So I proceeded to go through photo albums to find pictures of my original paws. And I did. Well, one of them, which out of dozens, I, I, I've always found this particular picture to be adorable because he's nestled in a bookcase. Uh, I want to say this is around 1998, 1998 or so, late 90s. And on this particular occasion, you know, I'm gathered at the dining room table, putting all of the pieces to this presentation together, getting ready to scan some images in, and this was one of them. This is where it hit me like a ton of bricks, or shall I say a ton of books, (laughs) because in the image and in our companion post, I'm going to have an image that you can see for yourself, and I think you can expand it so you can see what I'm talking about. He's nestled next to these books, and listen to this. Here are among some of the titles of the books in this bookcase. This, by the way, we were living in New Jersey at the time. The book titles that he was snuggled up against were a book called We Don't Die, another one called One with the Light, yet another book called Reunions, and another, The Dead Are Alive, and yet another, a book called Small Miracles, There were more. But do you get a theme here? We don't die. One with the light. Reunions. The dead are alive. Small miracles. What does that intimate to you? I'll tell you what it did for me. As I'm looking at this image that I had seen dozens, if not more times, seeing that this was taken taken, uh, in the late 90s, I saw a massive synchronicity. Something that I apparently was not meant to see until I, or to notice, I should say, until the day that I was putting this presentation together. And here's why I find it even more significant. Even with all of the cornucopia of signs 
and symbols and synchronicities that something very heavy was going on. Could it be that pause has returned? Now, I'm a researcher. I am extraordinarily open-minded, have to be with the nature of the, the work that I delve into. However, I consider myself still to be a very pragmatic person and, and one not to rush to judgment on something so incredibly elusive to all of us that I still had a tinge of skepticism. Could it be? I didn't say, nah, there's no way. There's no such thing. Now, obviously, that's not me. But I was and still do on all the such matters as these leave a little room for, Hmm, I don't know. Well, let me tell you something. And and as a matter of fact, just prior to my having this recognition of what was in this image of pause in the bookcase, I had been contemplating that here I am about to give a talk, making a case for the possibility of animal reincarnation. And look at me, I think I still am on the fence about the reality of this. And the image, it's as if it popped out at me for the first time ever. I had never noticed the titles of those books before. I just remember when he got in the bookcase and I thought it was cute and I took a picture of him. Something. I'm going to read them again. We don't die. One with the light. Reunions. The dead are alive. And small miracles. Small miracles. I call this a big one. What do you think? What do you think about reincarnation? Obviously, this is something that virtually every wisdom tradition, every religion, most I would say, major religions, have a theory about. They have not dismissed it. There are so many variations on the the if, the how, the why, and in what form. I couldn't begin to unravel it. I still say that reincarnation is maybe more complex than we know. We think of the before, the current, and then the after. That's a linear way of thinking. But I don't know. I'm going to throw something out at you. And I've talked about this. What if it were called co-incarnation? Meaning we're li- li- living lives simultaneously or in parallel with one another. That's a whole nother subject, which I find intriguing. I only bring that point up and leave that as a cliffhanger because we may have to pick that part of the conversation up at another time. But I bring that up to say, as we are surmising or deciding that we're going to believe in a given thing, in this case, reincarnation, we sort of tend to settle on the how it happens. I always leave room for the possibility that it happens, but the how is something that is so incredibly mysterious. And so I remained there. But I could tell you something, folks, something's going on. The synchronicities are just way too much. And I will tell you, they are uh, so numerous. I just can't even, I was thinking about it today. I was thinking about some of the other things I could add. This is obviously a short segment, so I can't get too much into it. But I tell you what, you can hear about this as soon as we close this show. I have put together uh, that it took me quite some time. After my original talk that was called The Case for Animal Reincarnation, I've since put together a nearly two-hour presentation called The Evidence for Animal Reincarnation. Clues, Characteristics, 
and confirmation. I hope you'll check it out. I think you'll enjoy it. You'll hear more about it as we close the show. But here's something that I want to just illuminate before we close out. Remember, there were three things. We had the premonition with Dr. Goldberg, the promise with Derek hearing or getting a sign from pause that they would see each other again. And then the third with pause in the bookcase proof, proof. Hmm. I have a trouble, trouble with that, that term. I prefer to say evidence because what is proof? You probably heard me say this again. And at this point, Dr. Raiden is probably sick of me saying it, but I'm quoting him. He says, the only place you will find proof is in mathematics and in alcohol. I love it because I think it says so much. Stop looking for proof. What's the purpose? I think it's in your heart. The, the knowing is in your heart. Sure, there's evidence. I believe that there is profound evidence in this story of mine. But let's not hold on too much for proof for proof's sake. Let's look at what is in our heart and what we intuit to be real for us. I'm getting to the point, guys, where I'm really feeling that there is something really magical going on with this beautiful journey that we have taken with Paws and Clover Paws. I hope you all have occasion to experience something as wondrous as we have and continue to. For all of you who have reached out to me with your stories of animal reunions, as well as your uh desire to be reunited, I ask you to pay attention to the signs. Talk to your animal companion who may be in spirit at the moment. Ask them, are you planning on coming back? If if so, send me a sign or two. I promise I'll be open to it. That's it for now, folks. As usual, I'm a little over time here, but we're pretty flexible. (laughs) So go and while you have your animal companions in your presence, go give them a big hug and play with them and love them unconditionally as much as they love you, because I'm sure they do. And on that note, continue with your beautiful higher journey. And I'll see you next time. Once again, I'm Alexis Brooks. What would you do if the beloved pet you had to put down only months ago suddenly showed up at your doorstep? Or you had a dream that your animal companion told you they would be returning to you? Hi, I'm Alexis Brooks, and after having my own amazing animal return experience, I've put together a compelling presentation called The Evidence for Animal Reincarnation, Clues, Characteristics, Confirmation, that include miraculous stories just like mine that happen to real people just like you. You'll hear powerful accounts of animals returning to their owners after they've died. You'll find out if you can actually encourage your lost pet to return to you and ways to learn whether they already have. Take a deep dive into the historical beliefs around reincarnation. Learn about synchronicity, intuition, and even dreams and how they all factor into this miraculous phenomenon. To learn more about this unique presentation and to purchase your copy, visit higherjourneys.com forward slash animal reincarnation. That's higherjourneys.com forward slash animal reincarnation. And maybe you too will witness the return of your animal friend that you've been so longing to see.